This is Pete Hall, and I'm reporting live from the Barcelona Beach. Um, I just wanted to say a few words about the Barcelona house. Anybody that would think about doing this, I would say the value that you get from being around your peers and like-minded individuals is second to none. And the group that was put together was fantastic. So it was the added benefit of having real-time feedback on your business. And it's not something that you would get in your home environment um, where you have to wait for your next weekly or monthly meeting with your peers. You, you had it almost 24 hours a day. And the added benefit of what Chris does and putting it all together is invaluable. So definitely do it. <laughs> Three, two, one. Okay, I'm going to do this by myself because you won't do it. Aww. Seriously. <laughs> 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 all right. Welcome, everybody, to the Barcelona house. My name is Chris Reynolds. Today I'm joined by Pete Hall from New Jersey, but one of the tenants in the Barcelona house. Pete is unemployable since 1996. He started at a very young age being an entrepreneur, and he's an entrepreneur in the truest sense. His motto, or one of his mottos, is let's start a business and change the world. His fields of expertise are prints and direct mail layout, web page design, copywriting, and IT, and really anything. Pete just loves starting businesses. And his website now that he wants to feature is PeteHall.com. So, welcome to the podcast, Pete. How are you today? Thanks, Chris. I'm doing well. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Awesome, man. And today we are drinking... This is Glenlivet. This is the 12-year-old version with two ice cubes for you. Ah. Is that... So it should be nicely chilled. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Mm Mm-hmm. Pete is a Scotch man. Yes, sir. Have you found any good Scotch here in Europe that you prefer? Mm. Well, all the good single malts come from over here anyway, so yeah. uh, Scotland is on my list of places to visit. I have not been there yet, mm. uh, but here in Spain particularly, no, no. <laughs> no <nothing laughs> They're more famous for their wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Barcelona house. Sure. Why did you come? Why did I come here? Um, Well, it was an opportunity to surround myself with other like-minded individuals um, whom beforehand I I had never met before, yourself being one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought that was a good opportunity to get to know other entrepreneurs. But also, I've never been to Barcelona. I've been to Spain before, but I've been to, I guess it's the third largest city, which is Valencia. I can't say it's one of my favorite cities. It did have some old world charm to it. Um, but I was uh, hoping for better coming to Barcelona, and I was definitely not disappointed. Good. Uh, how would you compare like a place like Valencia to Barcelona? Oh, it's, uh, well, it's different. So it's di- different people. Um, I think I... Th- find Barcelona a little friendlier, Mm -hmm. um, but there's uh, more to do here for sure. 
there's never a dull moment if you want to go out any time of day or night it's here in Barcelona and this is true. it fits any genre even right so yeah. you can you can be low key or high key you know go out to clubs you know hang low at a bar or do whatever I mean and there's tapas everywhere so or wine tasting wine tasting <laughs> sure sure <laughs> so uh, that's a good point you said it fits every genre in, in our house we kind of had every genre of people yeah we did yeah and you probably being the most established person in the house uh, you started um at a very young age how did you start your first business how old were you well officially or unofficially well both so unofficially i mean i I was selling candy in school growing (laughs) up you know so at least it wasn't drugs no no never never drugs Uh, but officially, yeah, I registered my first uh, legal corporation in 1996. How old were you? 18 years old. Nice. And I had ha- worked for uh, other employers. Mm-hmm. I mean, my first real job type thing <laughs> was pushing the uh, grocery carts or carriages, as they're called, uh-huh. uh, at a supermarket at the ripe old age of 14 because mm. my father wanted me to get a job and in the state of New Jersey growing up you could not get a job at 14 so okay. I had to get my parents to sign waivers and <laughs> I had to have the school sign off on it now it was crazy sure he wanted to teach you the values of hard work oh I'm sure it was something like that <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had uh, two other jobs after that working in plant nurseries uh-huh. Um, and I had a landscaping company, but, uh, yeah, the first, uh, corporation I had is the one I still have today, which is my IT consulting company. Very nice. And, um, so tell us like, uh, so you're, you're the most established person in the house. We have the age ranges from 23 up to 36. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was it like living with all those youngsters? You know what? I didn't really find them to be acting as youngsters, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody in the house was uh, definitely mature. Uh, we've had a great time together. Uh, I think as equals, uh, nobody was better than the other or looked up or down to anybody, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's just been a good vibe all yeah. the way around. I think so, too. Yeah, we have um, like Stan, he's 23, right? Mm. And Chris was 24 just now. Okay, I thought he was maybe also 23, but it could be 23, 24. 24 yeah. yeah, yeah. And they've been on their own business for a year, maybe two or so yeah. as entrepreneurs. It, like I didn't feel that either because uh, I felt like Chris and both Stan were at the same the same maturity level as, yeah. as us, really. I didn't feel like there was a generation gap more so. Unless we started talking about VCRs. And yeah. <laughs> they didn't know what they were. <laughs> or what? You know, radio and TV. You know, the one Like AM, FM? Yeah, on yeah the television. <laughs> and TV where you actually had the big... Box on the box, floor. you know. <laughs> it gives a good point. Like, all the... I think I've met VCRs that are in their 40s, but still, like, I feel like we're, we have the same conversations. We're at the same maturity level. And we're just in a place where it's very like-minded, right? Would you mm-hmm. agree? Totally. Yeah, totally. cool. And it was good because you're able to bounce ideas off of each other. Absolutely. At any time, yeah. And it didn't feel like, like you said, everybody was still felt at the same level, even though 
Chris was 23, he still had amazing ideas mm-hmm. for people's businesses, you know, and, yeah. and same for everybody really, I think. Yeah. Very cool. So paint a picture for our listeners about daily life in Barcelona for you. Hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> so Spanish life in general, I adapted pretty quickly because I'm, I'm usually a late riser and yeah, mm-hmm. I like to stay out kind of late. Um, but uh, yeah, I find myself waking up somewhere around noontime, mm-hmm. <laughs> Barcelona time, and uh, go out for a menu of the day as they have out here, which is very reasonable. Mm-hmm. And you have plenty of selection, so it's always nice to try somewhere new. But you have your normal places that I would frequent, and then so that's like a three-course meal, right? You have your entree, usually, your main plate, and dessert. Usually, yeah. could it could also be five course. I found in some places. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, not more than ten, maybe, maybe fifteen euro. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, you know, but usually ten. Nine ninety-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and then maybe uh, follow up with some emails or uh, phone calls during the course of the afternoon because a lot of my stuff is still on the East Coast uh, in, the, in that time zone. So uh, that would be the time frame to make the phone calls. And then we have our evenings out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, tapas is always good or pinchos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's certain sections that are better than others, I guess, for of course, yeah. uh, selection and pricing. But uh, no, it's, it's very laid back. Yeah. Um, and always something going on. So at night, usually there's something going on or even during the daytime, you can find plenty to do. So it varies. So sometimes maybe walk down Las Ramblas or yeah, other parts of the city. What would you say your favorite thing about Barcelona is? Uh, well, hmm, that, that's a tough one, right? Because now the weather just turned. So I would mm. say the weather and the beach. The beach. That's where I belong for yeah. sure. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but... The overall selection of just anything, right? So it's crazy. There's there's a pharmacy on every corner. Yeah. So really, if you needed anything, you go to a pharmacy for anything. You need a toothbrush. They have they have them there. Um, but uh, local markets having you go walk downstairs and there's one right on the corner. Mm-hmm. You don't have that back in the states, really. I mean, yeah, you're getting in your car to go somewhere. Here, you don't have to. The metro system is fantastic. Yeah, the metro was was very handy. Um, and, and reasonable, right? You know, yeah. It doesn't cost that much to, to get there. Well, that's what's great. You know, we can walk anywhere. Like, uh, we don't need a car for anything. No. Really, we can have almost everything um, in walking distance. And we don't. sometimes we don't even need the metro. Yeah. You know, we don't even use it that often unless we're going across the city or something. No, and the other thing is it's very comfortable here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I never felt threatened. Yeah. <laughs> but there was never any sense of danger or, uh, or uncomfortability, right? I mean, I don't speak Spanish. I've been trying to learn it, um, but obviously you don't need it here in, in an international city like Barcelona. So you took some Spanish lessons while you are here? Uh, I did. Not formally, I would say, but... Um, I did make an attempt, and of course, you know, I used other tools like Duolingo and Memrise to try to uh-huh. improve on that. Yeah, so. very nice. What about your favorite thing about the house? My favorite thing about the house is the concentration of entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. So we weren't all in one space. We're separated into two floors, but it's just a matter of walking down a flight of stairs or up a flight of stairs, mm-hmm. you know? always somebody's up doing something so if you needed to talk to somebody or bounce an idea off somebody 
someone's around. So having accessibility to that was awesome. Yeah. What did you think of the masterminds? The weekly masterminds yeah. were very beneficial, I think, because it, it helped everybody hone in on what they needed to focus on, right? So even though they might not have seen it, being having someone explain it from a different point of view is, you know, that's invaluable, I think. Mm-hmm. So I always ask the guys this, what keeps you productive in the house? But you didn't really come to Barcelona to be productive? I did or not, <laughs> no. That was the other thing. So I came from, by way of Bali, um, I was beating the winter in the Northeast in the mm-hmm. States. And I was in Bali for a month and a half and then went to uh, traffic and conversion in San Diego and spent two weeks out there. And of course, it was a week in New Jersey before I flew out here where I had to experience a snowstorm. Uh, so it was no coming out here was to spend time with people I had not met before who were entrepreneurs and yeah. form those friendships and relationships. But also, yeah, stay out of the cold. That was my <laughs> that was my motive. How would you compare Bali to Barcelona? Totally different. Totally different. Um, people are different. Venues are different. Atmosphere is different. The feeling overall is different. Um, different energy. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, and then one is considered Southeast Asia, right? And the other is European. Yeah. So definitely, they would have a different feel. But uh, even being an international city where you have that mix of flavors here, uh-huh. it's it, it's hugely different. For people that are sitting on the fence and thinking about joining in the house, what would you say to them? Mm, I don't think there's another opportunity like this that I know of. Mm-hmm. So this one in particular was. I've been here for almost 60 days Mm -hmm. and I kind of cut it short a little bit only because we have the Shenzhen thing on our passports. 90 day visa, yeah. What a pain that is. So I I wanted the opportunity to be able to come back for other DC events that are going to happen. So I wanted to have enough play in that time frame. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know of any other place where you can sit together with other like-minded individuals for days at a time. Right. That's just pretty cool. Even, even just because of the, because of the combination of, of personalities and expertise. Right. Yeah. So my whole goal setting system that I used, I started back in 2007 and I took a 90 day class where we had a group of 23 people and we had um, goals that we set and we had a coach that mm. we would call at 7 o'clock on the dot every morning. Mm. And that would be our coaching call. And that was incredibly powerful because we had a team we met once a week. We had a coaching call every morning. And we held each other accountable for our goals. Mm-hmm. And this has been quite different because because you live with those people. Yeah. And so we set our goals when we came here and then... Everybody kind of held each other accountable because we know what we put out there. But then every day, you know, we were like, all right, how's your goals going? You know, how's your business going? How can we help you? Yeah. This and that. Yeah, like you said, there's nothing like it that I've experienced. I don't know anything else like it. I know. And living for that long term, I think, really pushes you to another level with with everything you do, whatever your intention is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's been fantastic, I think. Let's see. So if you were going to put a monetary value on this experience. Yes. (laughs) What would you value that at, Pete? Hmm. Uh, However you want. You know what? I I would say me coming here 
and being exposed to what I was and the friendships that are formed, you could say it's invaluable. Mm -hmm. Um, but to put a price tag on it, I would say it's somewhere in the $10,000 range for sure. Um, I mean, I had a new business idea that came of this, uh, which was totally not really expected. And to have the consensus from, I don't even know what that was. That was 10 people in the room when, yeah. when we came up with that. More or less, yeah. That, that was pretty valuable for me. So, I mean, it could be more mm-hmm. but at a minimum. Yeah, I would say that because, you know, you have us in a good location. I mean, if I tried looking, I would never find anything this close for the value that you provided. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't even know what neighborhoods to look in. Yeah. I, I, I'd have to do so much research. It would take me, I don't know how long. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just the combination of, of people that you've put together. I mean, I couldn't have done that, but you did a fantastic job. So. Well, thanks. <laughs> you, know, I, you know what? I think it was not so much um, the combination of people we put together, but like keeping everybody together on the same page throughout the quarter. Well, and that was all you. You were you were the coach for that. So yeah, I, try, I tried to. <laughs> you were the herder of the entrepreneurial cats. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to call that a wrap. We're, we were at 20 minutes already. All right. Well, and um, thank you for coming to the house. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. We're signing off. This is the Barcelona House. Ciao, everybody. Oh, Pete, how can everybody get a hold of you if they need to? If they wanted to reach out to me, um, I think you mentioned in the beginning, but uh, they can reach me at my website, which is petehall.com. Very nice. We'll end it with that. Thanks, Pete. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for location-independent entrepreneurs. Imagine spending one month with other successful entrepreneurs building business in the world's most exotic locations. Day-to-day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality about business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for those staying in the Entrepreneur House, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. For those of you that are interested, be sure to contact us through the entrepreneurhouse.com website. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.